In this episode, I sit down with my good friend and new coach to Power Trades University, Coach Wade Sutton. Now, Coach Sutton is not new to the stock market or new to the coaching industry. So in this episode, we're going to sit down and talk about his experience, his background in the stock market. We're going to talk about how we met over a decade ago and how we rejoined forces and decided to come together in Power Trades University to provide more support, more coaching, and more information to our students. Let's dive into the episode. Meet my good friend and new coach, Wade Sutton. Let's go. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like you know your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it? Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you want to invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you want to enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you already had some success in the stock market, but you want to take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risk. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. I'm coming to you live with a special edition. We got my good man, Coach Sutton, Way Sutton, on the live with us today. Um, Sutton, how you feeling? You know, it's great to be working with you and sharing our experience. And, and I can't believe we get paid to do this. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Here's the thing. You're a new coach to the team, but you're not new to the stock market. So for those of you, uh, whether you're listening on YouTube or you listen to it on the podcast, what we wanted to do was just, uh, you know, Wade's been coaching in the group, in the forum. He's going to be helping out in our five-year millionaire program, pretty much everywhere across the board in the business. But I thought it'd be a good time to kind of introduce you to the community at large because people inside of Power Trans University and Five Year Millionaire, they know who you are because we did a little intro, but thought we kind of go more in depth and talk a little bit about who you are, <laughs> how we met. And so let me kick it off with this story because this story, you know, to, to me, this, well, this is how I first met you. So this, this story means more to me than it probably does to you. But I, um, you know, I remember back when I made a lot of money, lost a lot of money. Then I was like, do I really know what I think I know or was I lucky? And I think a lot of people feel like that, right? They've made some money during the bull market and they confuse that with thinking they actually know what they're doing. And so it wasn't necessarily I only made money during the bull market, but I was just questioning if I was successful as I thought I was or was I lucky. And I ended up taking a, a course or a program and I remember paying for like the premium version to like go to lunch with the coaches, the VIP. And your dad was one of the coaches. And I remember you're, you coming in, it's like, oh, that's his son. And for me, that moment was like so memorable because, you know, I don't know how else to say it, but mm -hmm. like being black and on the outside, Number one, all the coaches were white. And number two, 
when you were, I think there was one, one guy that they had just brought in that was black and not a coach. Um, but, but for the most part, all the coaches were white. And then I saw that he brought his son. Yeah. And then there was another attendee at that conference who was white. And he brought his, I don't know if you remember, he used to, I forget his name, but it was a little guy, like mm-hmm. 13 years old. He yes. used to bring his 13 year old son there. And in my head, I was like, that's how they do it. They, that's how they stay rich. They teach their kids this stuff. And that's, that always had a lasting impression on me. So that was my first time meeting you, even though you probably didn't meet me. I met you. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time. So I don't know. Do, do you remember that? You probably, I don't know. Was, was it like normal for you to go to those things and be part of the lunches and the VIP session as the son of a trader and coach? Yeah. And at that time, I was actually uh, following in, in my dad's footsteps. You know, he had written a book. He had been on the road. He had traded... You know, it was kind of around the dining room conversation. You know, we would talk about stocks. This was, you know, the late 90s. And, you know, you can imagine all the stuff that was going on at that time. But it was definitely part of our family conversation. And I had worked in banking, had finished my undergrad. You know, I saw what my dad was doing. And I was like, you know, I'd like to get into the education side of it. Let me, you know, learn from you. And it was great to have some mentors like that that were just, were there to ask and answer questions real time. And yeah, that is a place of privilege, isn't it? You know, you just, you go along with the flow and you, you take it for granted. But as you mentioned, like that's a, that's a unique uh, way to grow up in a mindset. So I've been, you know, it's been helpful to have a father that was an entrepreneur, uh, you know, and all the things that come along with that, you know, when times are good, they're good. And when they're bad, you don't have any place to hide. Uh, so there was some feast and famine and that goes along with some of the, the philosophies I've taken into my my trading as well. Yeah, super cool, man. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting, right? Because you're right. You're growing up, like it was normal <laughs> for me. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. Um, he gets to learn how this all works from his dad. Where I'm like paying to get inside. Like, how does it work? Let me in. Teach me the secrets. Uh, so fast forward. What most people don't know is, you know, you eventually got out of trading and coaching for a while. And I left, started a business eventually. And, you know, as fate would have it, our paths would meet. You kind of went the corporate route and you actually came to Michigan working for a huge automotive supplier. And when you guys were looking for a house, my wife happened to be a realtor and your coworker, which happened to be one of our good friends, was like, oh, I know somebody that's a realtor. And so what's so cool is I think when you were explaining to your wife, like, you know, it was kind of like we got to put this much down. It's kind of like a call option if we decide to buy it. Yeah. That's what my wife was like. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And so my wife was like, call option. Like, wait a minute. And like, where did you used to work? And she was explaining, like, I get the text and she's like, do you know Wade Sutton? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Doug Sutton's son. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I'm like, how do you know him? Or like, why'd you ask me that? And she's like, he's my client. I have him in my car. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I guess from your end, your my wife was like, my husband watches all watches those videos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so such a small world. And from that, we just kind of became friends. And it's been like a decade, hasn't it? It has. Well, and you know, as you say that, Jason, like the the friendship was there. And it also helps 
to have somebody that gets it, you know, it can be kind of lonely when you're, you know, placing trades or you're into it and you look to your left and right and like nobody really knows what you're doing. And so it was really fun. Like you and I would have conversations and, you know, connected personally, but then it was like kindred spirits. Like the conversation was like, hey, we can just go back and forth on these ideas. And, and it was nice to have somebody that was familiar with what was going on. Absolutely. And so um, it, it was so cool that when we connect, we always talk. We didn't connect to talk business, but because when you're into it, like it just naturally comes up and we just started talking about business, stock market, investing, um, all kind of cool stuff. And then the opportunity came where there was an opportunity for us to work together and we kind of tiptoed with it back in the day. Like, oh, yeah. let's just have some fun and see what happens. And then, you know, we just kind of tiptoed with it. But then another opportunity came around and we're like, dude, if we join forces with what we both know, with how we know about the stock market and how we can help people, we kind of discussed it. It was like, man, what could we really build if we went for it? And so that's what led us to this time where we're like, all right, like, let's go for it for real this time. And so what was that? I don't know. What was that like for you just thinking like, okay, I'm serious. Jay serious. Let's go for it. Like, and you kind of saw what I built from afar too, right? I mean, you kind of saw the whole thing kind of get built, right? Because if you think about it, I only had the business of coaching and teaching for LinkedIn said 11 years, right? But we all know three of those years was just, I just bought a domain, started a YouTube channel, didn't really do anything with it, but like it eventually took off. So like, what was that like seeing that from the sideline? And then as well as making a decision this time to be like, let's go for it. Yeah. And I think anybody that, well, we all meet Christ crossroads in our life. And I think as you get a little bit older and you, you talk with people that are more mature in life and it's, it's the opportunities they didn't take, you know, give me a story, go for, try it, work through it. Uh, that was part of, you know, my wife and I's energy, like, and, and a part of that is when you hit your wagon or connect with, and make a commitment, you're looking at, do I know, like, and trust, you know, the people that you're going to be spending time with and green check, green lights all the way through. And the other big element that was there was the way you have chosen to run the business, the sincerity, the, you know, the conversations were always about helping students. It was honing your own craft and helping. It wasn't ever about bragging or pushing anything. It was always about serving. And that went a long way when we were evaluating like, hey, are we willing to move from a corporate you know, the every two weeks guaranteed, you guys know the story and saying, are you willing to uh, put in the work and and build something with a friend with, with a lot more upside potential, but also a little bit of risk. Uh, and so that, was, that wasn't done lightly, but it, the enthusiasm of seeing what's been built here. And, you know, the other part that I'm really excited about that I think really adds to the community is what you have built from a machine and a company, you know, from being able to shoot videos and publish and, and host, like that took a, a foundation. You had to dig on that for a long time. And by me picking up some of the bandwidth 
to echo, amplify, and do some of the lifting in the forums, hosting classes, uh, maintaining the education side of it. What I'm really excited about, and Jason, I wanna hear your side on this where you're getting excited, is your ability to go do those things that you've wanted to, but because you were maintaining and taking care of the existing community, you weren't able to, you know, go to those other elements because you were so confined or had to maintain. So I'm excited about being able to lift some of that from you and give you some bandwidth. So what are you looking to do with some of that extra space? What do you got in mind? Yeah. So, man, that's like, it's so powerful because, right, like there's these moments where you're like a solopreneur, so to speak, or you're a trader, you're an influencer, whatever people want to, you know, people put all kind of labels on you. Uh, but there's this transformation from that to running like a bona fide business. And so when I look at it as a business, I don't look at it as a business as like, I'm excited we can make more money. Like we make money from the stock market. We live a good life. We've gotten where we've gotten. Um, so it's not really about making more money. What I'm excited about is how many more people we can help in a different variety of yeah. ways we can help. I mean, personally, I have a goal of having my courses translated into other languages. Like, how come we don't yeah. have a Spanish version of it? How come we don't have a Japanese version or a Chinese version of my course, my teachings, what we do here at Power Trades University? So it's like, that's an avenue that we can explore. Uh, we'd love to get into doing like live workshops, live seminars. You know that COVID is behind us and the world is open back up. Um, what does that look like from a standpoint? the amount of help we can give members because I can't work 24 seven, but for you to be able to jump in the forums and have already been answering questions, jump in um, on the Monday nights, we got the Q and a coming up. So like just to have somebody else that can also um, partake in that to make sure the members are getting taken care of and they were taken care of before, but we're trying mm -hmm. to take care of them on another level. And so those are some of the things that I'm excited about. It's like, how can we really, um, explode this. And then at the end of the day, like I have my way and our ways uh, align, but you have your own analogies that you bring to the table. Like the other one you gave the other day about the punching and the height, the weight and yeah. the reach. That's not an analogy I would have used. And so just to have you bring your analogies and people are like, Oh, I get it. That makes sense. It's like they get double the flavor of ways that it could be explained that they can understand it even better. So I'm just so excited for how we can help people. And then all the crazy ways as an entrepreneur that you dream about. It's like, let's do live seminars. Let's do this. Let's translate the course into different languages. Like, let's really go for it and have Power Trades University become a household name and have Five Year Millionaire be the movement that people are proud to be a part of. And then to build that with a friend, not a stranger, Okay. Not someone who applied on Indeed, which, you know, you know, you can find some good people that way. But is that much sweeter uh, when you can build it with somebody who you just you just know personally? And so yeah. those are some of the things that I'm super excited about. I mean, just like we were doing today, we were just like, we can't believe we get paid to do this. Right. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're placing trades. We're finding trades. We're sharing them with people. We're doing one on ones. We're doing coaching. Um, is literally that saying when they like when you find what you want to do for the rest of your life or what you love, you, you'll never work a day in your life. 
And then you throw a friend in on top of that and you're like, we're just, we, we consider it goofing off. We're just goofing off with, with the market uh, because that's what we love to do is that we even, just before we started recording this, we're like, okay, we got to record something because we were just in the trades, looking at charts, responding to people and uh, just having a ton of fun. And I think like, that's the priceless point. We're going to make money no matter what we do. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. But when we get to do it together and just clown, it's like, is next level, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, so, so that's 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 really what I'm excited about. Uh, what we can build together. So, let's talk a little bit about like the stock market. Uh, like, so what's your what's your trading style, and what's some of your like trading philosophies? Like, you're rocking the never go broke, take a profit shirt. That philosophy for me came about from the time when I was up a hundred thousand. And I was trying to make half a million and it ended up tanking. I lost all of it. And I yeah. was like, I was up a hundred grand. I should have took the profit and I wouldn't be broke. All right. So that's where you never go broke taking a profit come from. What are some of the principles that you've learned from either getting beat up in yeah. the market? Uh, <laughs> how, how much time you got, Jake? Uh, so, you know, one that has stuck with me, uh, that I keep reminding myself that not all profitable trades are good trades and not all losing trades are bad trades. So let me explain what this means to me personally. You know, you mentioned, and this is common, you know, mistaking a bull market for knowing what you're doing. You know, sometimes people will buy more time in an option or, you know, we've been taught from a very early age Quitters never win and winners never quit. And that serves you well for that grit in a lot of elements of your life. And it's taught very early and reinforced in a lot of ways from athletics to academics to relationships. You know, you, you do the hard work and you often see the benefits. And, and so there's a place for that and it's strong, it's ingrained. And in the stock market, especially in, in shorter term momentum trading, where you're in it for that, that swing and, the market will go up, it'll go sideways, and it'll go down. That's 100% certainty. I know that. So one and of three ways. <laughs> one of three ways. It's going to do it. And and emotionally, especially if you don't plan your trade, you know, even if you go up and you take a profit, you're still upset because, oh, I should have held it longer. Okay, well, you know, did you plan your trade? And, it, and then the trade, if it goes down and, and hits your cost of doing business, you weren't wrong, you're not in trouble, you're not stupid. It was a cost of doing business. And even if it goes down and you take a loss, a cost, but it was a manageable one. You know, we talk all the time about our three to one reward risk ratio. You know, we wanna make sure that we have a potential to make three times our risk. And so when it does go and hit that risk target, our cost of doing business, and it's a loss, that is still a good trade. If it was logically reasoned, you planned your trade, you traded your plan, and you can defend it. You're not going to, because it goes one of those three ways. And so I also see people uh, reinforce bad behavior and they make money. You know, maybe they, you know, didn't follow a plan they were insulated by buying more time and eventually it goes up and they make money and all of a sudden they think, well, that's what I need to do every time. Well, 
eventually it'll blow up your account. And so one of the disciplines I'd love to emphasize, reinforce is not all profitable trades are good and not all losing trades are bad. Yeah. And that's huge. And that's a, I think that's a big mindset for certain people because people think I lost money. That's bad. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You followed your plan. That's the bigger question. Cause if you followed your plan and you're reading the charts, right? Losing money is part of the game. None of us are going to hit a home run every single time, but did you follow your plan? And I think sometimes one of the worst things that you can do is get rewarded for not following your plan. People be like, I moved my stop. I just pushed it out a little bit further. Or, you know, like when they start saying that, and it's like, it worked though, it ran up higher. And I'm like, that's the worst thing you could do. Cause now you just got a dopamine hit for doing the wrong thing. You got a dopamine hit for breaking your own rules, for not following your plan. And then people think every trade now, let me move my stop. Let me stay in it a little bit longer. And it only takes, and, and, I, and that's one of my other philosophy. There's no one trade that'll make you rich, but there is one trade that will blow up your account. And all it takes is moving that stop one time, one time of not taking profit, not following your game plan. And that thing goes against you and it wipes out your whole account. I know I'm speaking to somebody right now who's like, yep, amen, Jason Brown. I've been there. Move my stop or didn't have a stop. Didn't have a I'm wrong level, or as you put it, didn't have a cost of doing business level. And for those who don't know what a cost of doing business is, it's like saying you got a $10,000 account. If you're saying, hey, I'm going to get out if I lose a thousand, you get out. The cost of doing business was $1,000 to play this game called investing, trading, the stock market. But at least you got $9,000 more to play the game and make that money back. But most people don't want to take that first cost of doing business and they watch it go down. Uh, I'm down 4,000, 5,000, seven, nine. I just lost it all. And a lot of times that behavior comes about because they broke their rules one time and it worked out. They moved that stop and it worked out. So I love that uh, you, you, you know, that's one of your, your famous quotes here. So I don't want this episode to go too long, but I'm loving the, the the opportunity for us to talk. We got much, many more podcast videos that are coming together. Just wanted to bring you to the community, share my excitement, share you with the broader YouTube channel and Facebook community and, and Instagram and all the places that this will be. And just say, look out, we tag teaming, we coming, and we got a lot of more flavor information, knowledge, and content coming people's way. Any final words or thoughts that you want to share with people, either about you, your life, or about trading, or what's to come? Uh, the thing that, as we're signing off, uh, there's a big difference between being a professional and being a hobbyist in this. And one of the things that, that I would encourage the community is practice, prove to yourself, uh, work through the discipline, do the stuff that isn't sexy, you know, like doing the research, building the plans that's, that are defensible. At least you have logic and you followed a process and that running it like a business is a, is a big uh, advancement in the process. So stay tuned, keep learning. We've got all kinds of great content to share with you to help you along in your learning and getting through some of those mistakes that we've made along the way. So hopefully you don't have to make the same ones. Absolutely. And uh, I can't have said it better. Treat this like a business, guys. Stop treating it like a hobby. 
something I do on the side and really stop treating it like a casino because that's what yeah. most people are doing. They're treating it like they just went downtown to MGM this weekend. Like, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens if I put it all on black. Stop treating it like a hobby and start treating it like a business and you'll make way better trading decisions. So until next time, we'll see you on the ep- next episode. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up uh, if you enjoyed this episode. And if you listen to the podcast, leave us a comment or review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to the podcast at. And I'm signing off saying you never go broke taking a profit. Peace. <laughs>